want to talk to you a little bit about Z-Stack. This is something that I take every day, uh, and it is uh, helping me and my body uh, be better and take care of, you know, boosting my immune system. It is something that was um, uh, brought together by Vladimir Zelenko. He is a he's the guy who Trump said, you know, his his uh, early treatment protocol is good. I'm using it. Um, and he is world renowned doctor um, and has been working on this for over two years and really been on the cutting edge of it. He just was giving out all of the information on what you can do, but it was, you know, you'd had to go to a billion different stores and get everything uh, and then take a handful of pills. He just, he developed the Z stack, Z stack life.com slash back. Again, I take it every day, take control of your health and your family boost your immune system, do everything you can to stay healthy, and zstacklife.com slash Beck is the place to get this uh, Z-Stack, and it is great. Again, I take it every day. It's Friday, Super Bowl weekend. We've got a lot on our plate. We start in Canada in 60 seconds. All right. So let me tell you about Relief Factor. One of the things that happen in life that you love doing, but you can't anymore because of pain. Playing a few rounds of golf, maybe. Playing with your kids or your grandkids. Opening just a jar. When you are in pain... Everything in life changes. So let me tell you about Relief Factor. It was created by doctors to help your body reduce inflammation, a major source of most pain. It has four key ingredients. For instance, ibuprofen attacks your pain and your inflammation on one one way. There are four different ways to attack it. Well, the guys at Relief Factor, the doctors that developed this went, why don't we just try all four together? And that's what Relief Factor does. Try their quick start. It is a uh, it's a trial for 90 uh, no not 90 days, 3 weeks. Uh, and for you try it for 3 weeks if it works for you, keep taking it. If it doesn't, probably not going to work for you. 70% of the people who try it, they go on to order more month after month. It works for a lot of people and it has worked for me. Relieffactor.com. 800, the number four, relief. 800, the number four, relief. 1995 for your three week quick start. Developed for you. Relieffactor.com. All right, you sick, twisted freaks. Oh, it's Super Bowl weekend. I think we have, I mean, can we please start it the appropriate way? (laughs) 
The biggest game of the year is finally here. It's been a long time coming for these Cincinnati Bengals, and I'm excited about this opportunity. Up, one of the very best players in the NFL. They beat the Titans. They beat the Chiefs. The Bengals can beat anyone. This is the Super Bowl analysis you need. But I love the way Matthew Stafford is playing. So this, it's not just a three-man front. It's a three-man front with a spot. Not these guys. Being a better on this game, there are a myriad of ways that you can try and approach it. No, this guy has the info. Because everybody knows they're trying to win the game. And everybody on the field is playing the same game. The stats. Mahomes was going to be here tonight. Mahomes. Now, there's no ass on it. I looked. There is an ass. There is? Patrick Mahomes. The plays. They just kept getting bonked in the head with the with the ball. Uh, who are we kidding? This guy knows nada. Uh, it's not soccer, right? Uh, and even know. I know that. Stick to what you know, Glenn. The Great Reset is underway. <laughs> Yes, and that is all of the analysis you're going to get on this program today on the Super Bowl. And I think that makes a lot of people very, very happy. All right, let me go to Canada and talk a little bit about uh, the truckers. What's happening up there? I support the truckers. I am not involved with the truckers. I've talked to the spokesperson, had him on the program. I think he's. Uh, I think he sounds really reasonable. I, I just read you were the main instigator of I, the truckers I know. in Canada. No, I know. I am. Huh. The, the press Weird. is making that into strangely. <laughs> um, but uh, I will tell you this: if they remain peaceful, if they, I mean, the one thing they have to remember is, please don't piss the average person off. It's like these yep. it's like these people who are, you know, occupy Wall Street and they go on, you know, the Golden Gate Bridge during rush hour and just sit down. Yeah. Nobody likes no. you. Nobody no. likes you when you do that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to get home from work. Please get your ass up off the bridge. Um, yeah. I mean, I think even Martin Luther King wanted to run some of those people over if they were if he was on his way home after a tough day and a bunch of people are protesting on the bridge. He'd be like, you know what? I think I just put it in drive and let's go. Um, So it's it's not good to piss off the average person. But I don't know what the truth really is up there, because all you have is mainstream Canadian press and they are all in the tank, just like ours. Ours are. Now, this weekend, our mainstream press is going up there, so it's going to be a circus. Um, and they are not really, you know, it's it's kind of interesting to see uh, the authoritarian. Who's the fascist and who isn't? Uh, the Department of Homeland Security, um, uh, Mayorkas, and Pete Buttigieg. So you've got a couple of ged guys who are right i mean they no offense i don't mean to offend anybody who they got their gad ged because i have a lot of respect for you so i shouldn't have put these guys in your category anyway um they uh they are they are going to they are going to take the bull by the horns because they say there's a trucker blockade that may happen at the super bowl this weekend and they are warning right now. They're working, quote, with great urgency. Uh, and uh, and they want to make sure that no truckers have any ideas to stop the Super Bowl. Now, I would like to talk to the truckers of Los Angeles. Stu is at the Super Bowl. If you can just target him and make sure his car doesn't get there, it would be 
delightful. <laughs> um, but uh, it, what they're saying now is this is going to restrict federal authorities from securing it. You don't want to be anywhere near the Super Bowl uh, this this Sunday with your truck. Don't they? Because I'm telling you, they will use. Have you noticed in Canada they're just making up laws now? Ah, uh, you can't honk your horn. Can't, can't honk your horn. You what? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, no firewood. You can't have firewood. You, if you're caught with firewood, it's uh, 20 years in prison. <laughs> Wait a minute, what? Well, firewood could be used to start a, what, a fire? Is that maybe why it has fire in the name firewood? Well, you never know how that stuff is going to be used. Yeah, you do. They're going to keep warm and, you know. Um, you can't bring people gasoline since when? Well, right now. I mean, you can't, you can bring people gasoline if they broke off, you know, on the side of the road and they ran out of gas that you can do, but there's a long standing law. Has it passed yet? Long standing law that you can't bring gasoline to truckers. Oh, really? I mean, that's how desperate they are. Um, and uh, Joe Biden uh, apparently has said that um, the Canadian leaders need to use federal powers to resolve the situation at our border. Oh, ja wohl mein Führer, eh? Yeah, that's wonderful. Do you remember when um, Donald Trump said, if the governors ask, I'll send in the National Guard? Oh! <gasps> fascist fascist hey maybe i should send in the fbi because they're firebombing federal buildings and i have complete i have complete power to send in the fbi if people are firebombing federal buildings fascist he's now saying use federal powers to make sure and i love the analyst from cnn uh, she was a former Department of Homeland Security uh, person for the Obama administration. Slash the tires, empty the gas tanks, arrest the drivers, and move the trucks. They're going to be hard to move once you <laughs> slash the tires and they're out of gas. And there's nobody to drive the truck. I mean, <laughs> right. it's, it's uh, going to be hard. You're not. She's Harvard educated. <laughs> so we'll do the rest of the show slowly for her. <laughs> Um, But she went on because she got hammered online. She said, trust me, I will not run out of ways to make this hurt. Cancel their insurance. Suspend their driver's license. Prohibit any future regulatory certification for these truckers, etc. Have we learned nothing? These things fester when there are no consequences. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my. Oh, my, 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 my. Pot calling kettle pot calling kettle i cannot believe that she said that if there are no consequences these things fester yeah kind of like what we're seeing in our cities all across america now you mean kind of like that when there are no consequences for looting killing um burning cities down they kind of fester and they get worse yeah Unfortunately, I don't think she's seen that side of it yet. Uh, She's very, very well. She's you know what I love about her is her stance, um, her stance on BLM. uh, She just thinks, um, you know, I've been very generous on this. It's not sort of nostalgia for a different kind of Republican. But, you know, 
you know, when I saw Romney marching, I think people should applaud people willing to take a stand in this environment. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. All right. Um, And she's also, you know, according to her, it's a citizen's duty to get involved in these BLM protests and ties between hashtag black lives, black lives matter and hashtag COVID crisis are not just about its disproportionate impact on minority communities. Coronavirus uh, really exposed the few capable um, of the moment that the protest became a citizen's duty. So you had a citizen's duty, not a right, a duty to go out, you know, and rape and pillage. I think it's great. She's a great, mm. great person for all pirates. Army mateys. Now, the, um, uh, the uh, what's his name? Trudeau. I love him. Can I tell you something? He is just delicious. He <laughs> is just delicious. And, um, you know, I think he's a scarf guy. He wears scarves and and it looks good because he's an elite. He's an elitist. And um, and I love him. And when he started meeting with people yesterday uh, at their capital and said, we've got to stop this. What are we going to do? What federal powers do we have? Um, I think he's no, I, I think he is a freedom loving guy. And so they've taken uh, the freedom convoy, as he says, the so-called freedom convoy. Did you hear what he called these people yesterday? It was it was amazing the things that he is is calling uh, this the, the, the truckers. Um, it's not even about the vaccine anymore. This is about fighting for our freedom. Everybody's come together as a community. Our war didn't, uh, uh, our veterans didn't fight so we could be a communist country. This protest is about honoring those people. And Justin Trudeau can kiss my ass. That is one of the protesters uh, after he said, you know, you've got only a few hours to leave. Otherwise, we're going to come in and break it up and we're going to take you all to jail um, because you are people that are just trying to overthrow the the government and you're trying to overthrow uh, uh, democracy and we are not going to be pushed around we're not it's elected officials listen to this this is uh, from the globe and mail um, because of these lockdowns and these mask mandates we are now in a place to lift many of these restrictions and it's precisely because they were so successful that we can do this as omicron wave recedes and vaccine rates improve more and more of them are being removed and of those that remain the least restrictive by far are the vaccine mandates get your shot as 90 percent of canada's adult population is done And when you do, you're more free, not less free. Oh, so just comply. And then you'll be free. And then you'll be free. Okay. Yavol. People like to say, I'm not against vaccines. I'm just against vaccine mandates. And it sounds like a valid distinction. 
until you examine the premise that underlies it, that vaccines are purely a personal matter. Yeah, what I put into my body pretty much is. Or at any rate, that they are so unusually risky or pointlessly invasive that an individual might reasonably refuse them despite the social benefits. None of this applies. We've had vaccine Mm. mandates of one kind or another for two centuries. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we have. Yeah, we have. Do you know how long it took to get to, I think, 40% for the polio vaccine, which was just crippling kids everywhere? Four years. Four years. No mandate. No mandate. Uh, the shots are safe, quick, effective. effective. Effective? Are they? Performed at no charge. They protect the individual. No, they don't. You can still get it. And all of those he might otherwise infected. No, you can still transmit omicron or any of the covids all 19 varieties apparently how is this much effort has been uh, spent ex- exhorting the rest of us or sorry extorting the rest of us and we we were being told to understand the grievances of the protesters as if the protesters all had the same agenda they don't some are upset to be sure by the federal vaccine mandate on cross-border truckers which they would have to submit to anyway but many more object to any public health measure of any kind not just vaccine vaccines masks the lot and behind them are the organizations and the organizers of the event including QAnon style loons, white replacement theorists, former members of the Soldier of Odin, and declared ob- their declared objective is to replace the current elected government with a committee made up of themselves. Really? Really? First of all, um, that's what we said about BLM. We said, you know, if you want to look at the leadership. They're not about because it's set up by white people over in Europe and the George Soros people. And they're bilking millions and millions of dollars from people who are just like, you know what? I I think it's right to stand up for black people because black people matter. Of course they matter. But that wasn't the agenda. But now it's very, very important. And Trudeau says he's not going to even meet with them. He won't. He won't. Even though he gave an apology and $10.5 million compensation uh, as a payment, as an I'm sorry payment to a Guantanamo Bay inmate uh, who went out and fought against and killed Canadian troops. He not only talked to him, he apologized to him and then gave him $10 million. Why did you sign off on the compensation deal for Omar Khadr? And what do you have to say to Canadians who deeply disagree with your decision? The Charter of Rights and Freedoms protects all Canadians. Oh, it does now. Every one of us. Really? Even when it is uncomfortable. This is not about the details or merits of the Khadr case. Uh When the government violates any Canadian's charter rights, we all end up paying for it. Wow. Isn't that interesting? That was him then. This is him now. Which is it? Does freedom apply to all Canadians and all Canadians pay for it when the, anybody's rights are violated? Because I have a feeling if this is true, you're going to be paying millions of dollars to truckers in the years to come. Back in a minute. 
when it comes down to improving the look of your home, what is your strategy? Do you have an artistic eye or do you have the eye that you're like, oh, you know, I look around and I know exactly what we need to do. I have a friend like that. She is so she's amazing. She, I think she's a witch. Um, but uh, anyway, she can walk into a room and go, oh, you know what? The problem is move this here and this here. And you're like, that's not going to make it. And then you move it and you're like, oh, my gosh, those kind of people are pretty rare. One of the first places you can start to really make your room uh, and your house uh, pop, look updated, are your window treatments. Blinds.com. You can upgrade one room or tackle the whole house with Blinds.com because they have you covered. Blinds.com wants to celebrate you all this year with huge savings. Shop at Blinds.com. They have free people. They have witches available. They can just look and, you know, and you can show them on your FaceTime and they'll be like, oh, yeah, I, I got it. And you're like, no, you don't. And then they send you samples and you're like, holy cow, they're witches. Anyway, it is blinds.com. Get up to 35% off site wide going right now. Blinds.com save 35%. It is uh, blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 10 seconds, station ID. You know what else is amazing about what Trudeau said is that 90% of all Canadian adults are vaccinated. 90% that, that should be considered full vaccination and leave everybody else alone. Yeah. Are you kidding me? You, you're not going to get higher than 90% unless you hold everybody down and jam it in their arms. And they're willing to do that. And they probably will. They are willing to do that. You know what the percentage of polio vaccine in the United States is? 92.6%. Polio. It's polio. Polio. 92%. This is something that has a death rate of, what is it now? That's point huge. 0.8%. Oh, no, you're uh, talking, yeah. yeah, COVID. 0.8, and with Omicron, I bet it's 0.2. Yeah, and polio was, I don't know. Devastating. And not only not only the death, but the crippling, but the crippling of children. Jeez. Diphtheria, tetanus, and pertussis, which everybody gets vaccinated for as a child. You know what that rate is? 80.7. Oh, my gosh. 80%. You're kidding me. Nope. Measles, mumps, rubella, MMR shot, right? Everybody gets Everybody it. Everybody gets that. Well, 90% got it. 90%. This is full vaccination. We it talked about this. I didn't know those numbers. We talked about this um, early on. 80% we felt would be a remarkable number to hit. Yeah. yeah. A remarkable number to hit. Uh, and Canada's at 90, and the Gestapo is out. Truckers remain cool, remain vigilant, kick anybody out that you think is causing trouble. Make sure you don't, you don't include them because they could be a, a mole to make you look bad. Stay with the people. The Glenn Beck Program. All right. There's one thing that leftists can't stand. Well, they can't really stand anything, but it is the open airing of anybody else's viewpoint. They hate that. The same people who are desperately trying to throttle the speech of people like Joe Rogan uh, are dead sure, uh, dead set on making sure that your kids don't have the freedom of speech and they look at things the same way that they do. You need to question everything and you need facts. Well, they're not getting it at school. They're just not. You have to fill this gap. And the best way to teach your kids about the true founding of America, what we really believe, um, why the free market works, 
why big government always becomes oppressive and really can back it up with all of the sources that our founders used. It's the Tuttle Twins books. And you can get them for your little kids or grandkids. You can get them for teenagers, for young adults. They also, right now, this ends tonight, 12 activity workbooks, their magazine, on 35% discount on all of their books. Do it today. Tonight's the last night. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Glenn Beck, Stuber Gear, Stephen Crowder, Steve Dason, me, Pat Gray. Listen to all your favorite conservative voices at BlazeTV.com. Promo code Glenn. So we have um, the Give, Send, Go uh, people on, the founder on, uh, in about 90 minutes from now. I can't wait to talk to them. Because, you know, it's illegal now to give money in Ottawa to these truckers. It's illegal. And um, a GoFundMe, they, you know, they, they raised the $9 million. They gave $1 million to the truckers. And then they realize this is a violate. We can't let you raise money for things like this. You know, we just we we will raise money for legitimate things like um, bail money for anybody who was, you know, caught burning down a town, you know, in the name of BLM or Antifa. Of course, we can raise money for that. But these truckers, absolutely not. So we're going to take the nine million dollars or eight million that's left and we're going to give it to uh, people that we choose. Okay, and then Ted Cruz went. I think we need to open up an investigation. They're like, "What did what did what, what did you think we said? We didn't say that. <laughs> you, uh, you're one of those guys that believes that they were really going to give away crack pipes, right? I mean, build back better, not build crack better. That wasn't you. You got to listen clearly. Okay, we didn't say that. We said we're going to give it to places that the truckers say we should give." Oh, okay. Hmm. Wow, that still seems like fraud, but maybe that's just me. So we're going to talk to uh, Give, Send, Go because um, they're saying, because Ottawa, the courts yesterday said, it's illegal and uh, you can't raise money for them and you better not distribute any funds to them and Give, uh, Send, Go. Um, Well, they're Christians, so they probably didn't say this, but I would. I would. Screw you. <laughs> and they said that uh, the, uh, the as much as they love the courts in Ottawa, they don't have any jurisdiction. So they're sending the money to the truckers. Uh, and by the way, GoFundMe, as somebody who has uh, probably helped you make a lot of money, you know, because you take a percentage of every donation, and that is great for you. It really is. It is. Um, I will never send a dime your way ever again. I will never use GoFundMe, and neither should you. No one in this audience should ever use GoFundMe. Ever. GiveSendGo.com. Somebody who uh, is just doesn't have a political agenda that they're just going to say, oh, you know what? Yeah, that's fine. But uh, now we're feeling some pressure and we just don't. We're going to fold. Nope. Nope. Sorry. Not a dime coming your way. Anyway, let's uh, change to our commander in chief. And when I think of Joe Biden, I think commander, commander, master and commander. He is 
he's on it. Here he is, a couple of clips from the Lester Holt interview that will air right before right before the Super Bowl. Uh, let's go with uh, let's go with clip number one here. I think it was back in July you said inflation was going to be temporary. I think a lot of Americans are wondering what your definition of temporary is. <laughs> well, you're being a wise guy with me a little bit. Uh, I understand that's your job. But look, uh, at the yeah. time... Hang on just a second. What? You're being a wise guy with me. You're being a cad. You're being a cad, a chucklehead, a fop doodle, you know, uh, a gadabout, a, a, a grumpletonian. That's what you are. And I and I understand that. But I'm no ninny hammer. And, uh, you know, you're just being a white lily livered uh, sneak spy, you scamp. And uh, I'm just not going to I'm not going to tolerate it anymore. I mean, could he be many any older than he is. I mean, he is not you, without being petrified. Yeah, you, you're just I'm pretty being, sure. Now you're being you're being a wise guy. You're being a wise guy. <laughs> Jeez. But if if he's not just out of date, he also has no idea what he's talking talking about. Listen to what he says about inflation here. And was the uh, let's look at the reasons for the inflation. Okay, love the reason to. for the inflation is the mm-hmm. supply chains were cut off. Mm. Meaning that the products, for example, automobiles, uh-huh. the lack of computer chips to be mm. able to build those automobiles uh-huh. so they could function, they need those computer uh-huh. chips. Okay. They were not available. So what happens? Uh-huh. With the number of cars that were reduced, the new cars uh-huh. reduced, it made up at one point uh-huh. one third the cost of inflation because the price of automobiles uh-huh. were up. One point one, one third, third the third. cost. <laughs> what? And, you know, can I tell you something? <laughs> I never thought of it this way. You know, mm-hmm. when I go to the grocery store and I buy cereal and I think all of the chips that go into the cereal, all of the chips, mm-hmm. I buy bags of chips. Yeah. Of course they're going up. Yeah. Chips are hard to make. Right. You know, it's hard to get them. There's a shortage right. of chips. So this Super Bowl, you're going to be, you know, I don't care if it's Doritos or Lay's, you're going to be paying more for those chips because... There's a shortage of chips. Mm-hmm. And when you come to dips and, and things like that, mm-hmm. you don't know the amount of chips that are in those things. <laughs> uh, soda, meat, my gosh, the cattle now, you know, we couldn't get the chips for the cattle. Yeah. You've heard of cow chips, right? Yeah. Okay. Right. That's what he's saying. here. Right. That is, are you kidding me? That is your definition. That was the problem. Yeah. And this guy's going to fix it? No. Because there were fewer cars being manufactured, uh, like cereal went up 18%. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Uh, and What? Wait a minute. And so what What happened to gas? Yeah. Well, oh. we couldn't get the chips. <laughs> no. 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 That's not it. Eh, wrong answer. Even if phrased in the form of a question, still the wrong answer. Uh, but he's got a handle on things. Oh, here's, yeah. here's cut two. And there was no way we were ever going to unite Ukraine. I mean, excuse me, Iraq, Afghanistan. Well, no way that was going to happen. Oh my gosh. Now, I understand that if he was going to say, like, he was calling his, you know, his lovely wife, Jill, and he calls Jill his daughter's name. And, you know, because I do this all the time. I'm like, yeah. Hannah, Mary, uh, yes. Cheyenne, Mom, Tanya. I mean, you know. I do that all the time. 
Uh, but that's not really the same thing here. Uh, Lester Holt said Afghanistan in the for, yeah, no, in the no, question. No, 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 no. So he's answering a question about Afghanistan. and can't think of the name. Oh, I want uh, my I want my nummies. Uh, uh, Mexico, oh, Canada, no, <laughs> Iowa, <laughs> Eastern Afghanistan. It is. Uh, it's pretty amazing. It's bad. It's uh, pretty it's amazing. Bad. And. Let me tell you something. When the rest of the world sees that, they think, don't screw around with America. Yeah, don't they know? Is, now is not the don't time they. to take advantage of America. No, uh-uh. <laughs> not with this. that sharp oh, commander-in-chief in, in you charge. Know, you know, you might think that he's a complete bumbling idiot uh, mm-hmm. that doesn't know what he's even talking about. Or, you know, he might have put a pizza box on as a shoe this morning. Uh, but no, no, no. That's all a ruse. He's sharp as a knife. A butter knife, but sharp. Yes. Still a knife. I'm just yes. saying. It is a knife. So we got. Oh, my God. We're so doomed. <laughs> it feels like it when you listen to him. It feels like it. And you know what? I still don't give, you know, Bill O'Reilly always says, you know, he doesn't know what he's doing. I think he actually does. I think he's he's there enough for maybe, I don't know, 20 minutes a day. Yeah. Where he's like, we're going to put out all of the truth from back out of them. When the meds are strongest. Yeah. Then he knows. Yeah. And and I, I think he, I mean, he he's there enough to know if we run on a truth out again and then them hunter uh, get money from China because they'll get debated, right? Did I say that out loud? I mean, you mm-hmm. know, he this you cannot be this wrong. And by the way, you know, everybody was like, Donald Trump is out of control. I hope there are people in that office that are doing all they can to make sure that he doesn't blow up the whole world. <laughs> If this guy is really that out of control, where's everybody around him? Notice there's nobody saying, oh, he's completely out of control. He j- we just come in, give him his numbers. Uh, you know, I want my numbers. Where's my nummies? I want nummy nummies. Where's my pudding? Uh, they don't say that about him. Oh, no, he's completely in control. They say the opposite. Yeah. Uh, Jen Psaki went on a, a few weeks ago talking about how he's so wonderful to travel with because he's so funny and witty and sharp and charming. And uh, <laughs> No. Is there anybody that believes that? Come on. Come on now. He might just like, hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's probably what it's like with him on Air Force One. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, pudding, pudding. Where's my pudding? I love Air Force um, pudding. It's the best. I love it. Where are we going? <laughs> when are we? When are we? When are we going? You promised you'd take me to the circus. When are we going to the circus? <laughs> and I love the people who say, "No, no, no." Mm-hmm. You know, I think he's going to run. Mm. What? I mean, Disney is no way. a leftist company, so they they may Big just time. put some chips, but they're hard to get a hold of now and make him audio animatronic. <laughs> but I don't know. I mean, that may take us longer uh, than, you know, the time period we have to, to fill him full of chips and make him into a Disney robot. I will say this. I just went to the president's. What is that? The president's uh, of the United States of America display at Disney where they do the 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they have him now. Hall of Presidents. And the Hall of Presidents. And And at the end, he speaks, and his animatronic is about a thousand times sharper than he is. (laughs) I think really. His animatronic would probably do better uh, as as a candidate than he would. I think you could with deep fakes. You could just run him. He's in his basement. He's in his basement. Would it surprise you if that ever happened? No. We're on the verge of it. No, no, it wouldn't. We're on the verge of it. I know. I had a congressman write to me yesterday and say, thank you for talking about deep fakes. Because we talked about it yesterday Mm -hmm. on uh, Boba Fett. If you watch Boba Fett, and I watched it against my will, honestly, with my son. And I love this. This is a great. I'm kind of done with the Star Wars thing. Um, But I won't give away anything. But. In one of the later episodes of this season, uh, there is computer generation uh, that, I mean... You can't tell. You cannot tell. And it's of a very famous person. And you would... If you didn't know who that person really was, if you didn't grow up with Star Wars like we did, you wouldn't think twice. You would absolutely Mm -hmm. believe that is that person. And it's for a very long scene. I mean, I watched it like three times. He's throughout the whole episode. Yeah. I mean, it is. It's incredible. Do I believe that? Yeah. Here's what's going to (laughs) happen with deep fakes. Somebody, and it'll be a government, will make Vladimir Putin say something that he didn't say and will go to war. And it won't necessarily be our government. It'll be somebody else that just wants a war. Um, Or they'll make Joe Biden or they'll make Donald Trump. And you won't believe it. And then the other side of that is... What? Once you have that, then somebody can be on tape doing drugs. Well, I wouldn't want to say this because we have Hunter Biden that's doing the stabbing somebody to death and they actually did it. And they'll be like, that's a deep fake. And people won't know what to believe. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Please, Lord, please confuse our languages and (laughs) scatter us, please, before we do any more damage. All right. Uh, how long have you had your current mobile service? You're one of those people that bounced around from seemingly good deal to seemingly good deal. One carrier to the next. Only to find you're still paying through the nose. Isn't that weird? Uh, or you're the type that stays with the same company forever, despite the fact that you're also paying through the nose. What do you say you pay from the wallet and not out the nose? Okay. Um, in fact, you're going to save a lot. You'll be going to your wallet less. For less amounts of uh, money, if you switch to Patriot Mobile right now, they have the same service. They're on the same cell towers, uh, so they have the same basic coverage of the country, um, and they have better customer service, and you will save money. Oh, side benefit, they also believe in the things that you believe. Here's a company that thinks your business is important. (laughs) What? PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. They share your values. Let's help them help us. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck 972 Patriot. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello and welcome to the Glenn Beck program. We're very glad that you have joined us today. Uh, have you looked at yourself in the mirror lately? 
because I'm I'm thinking about sadly getting, I have yeah I'm thinking about getting rid of mirrors um, because oof all mirrors just uh, mirrors uh, yeah just all general. all mirrors yeah not not just a mirror. how are you going to do that I was thinking about becoming president if I run for president that'll be my executive, executive order. order yeah no more just, mirrors no more mirrors not for anybody I like that yeah I like that order will you let hot people keep their mirrors no because then they'll know they're hot and then they won't oh. date me see what I mean you Wait. get rid of mirrors and that problem goes away I I can understand why that'd be a problem but uh you've decided now that you're going to date hot people not currently your wife yeah well i'll be a politician i'll be president oh well, it comes with point. a job you have to do that's that. true I you think, gotta you cheat know, on your wife if you you're have a to and then you want to keep her around because then she has the uh, the opportunity to then stand up and say you know i forgive him and it's a All personal right. matter so everybody else should so everybody else should plus know. if mm-hmm. you don't keep her who'll do the laundry amen brother right you know yeah so so I mean, there's that. This all started just with me getting up in the morning and looking in the mirror going, holy mother, what has happened? Uh-huh. It's like the picture uh-huh. of Dorian Gray a little bit, a you know, little bit, except it's not a picture. It's me. Yeah. So, yeah. I, yeah. I hate uh, going to get my hair done now because at the end of the haircut, they show you from the back and it's like, oh, yeah, wait. That's not me. Yeah, no. I, uh, who yeah. do you have that mirror on? That's not me. That's not my head. What is that? What is that? Holy cow. There used to be uh, hair back there. I hate uh, Yeah. So awful. You look now, sometimes when I wake up in the morning and I look in the mirror, my hair looks like, uh, you know, an old man that's been in a coma mm-hmm. and you visit him in the hospital bed <laughs> and you're like, yeah, yeah. you're having a bad hair day yeah, now. Yeah, very bad hair. It's, yeah. Except it's every day now. Yeah. It's every that's day. not good. Yeah. That's no, good. no. So... Who's with no me? mirrors? Elect like Glenn it. for president. No mirrors. <laughs> God bless America. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. Yes, it's Friday. Bill O'Reilly up next. And in 30 minutes, Michael Malice talking to us about the Canadian truckers being called uh, anarchists and the fascists that are responding. Which side is right? He'll weigh in on that. But first, we get the biggest stories of the week and perspective from Bill O'Reilly in 60 seconds. Some of the most important decision-making you ever do surrounds the subject of your sleep quality. It does. How much sleep are you getting? Uh, You know, there's something to this eight-hour sleep thing. Uh, Just, you know, maybe it's just me. You have a hard time functioning when you get one bad night of sleep after another after another. This is why I have my pillow. This is why 
Uh, I have the sheets from uh, MyPillow.com. Mike Lindell, I don't know how he makes the pillows, but honest to God, I sleep on them every night. I fluff them up once, and I don't know how they work, but I don't have to fluff them up all night. I don't have, I'm not constantly waking up, tossing and turning and refluffing my pillow. And their Giza Dream Sheets are, I mean, they're just the softest sheets I've ever slept on. Really, I mean that. And now you can get them for $39.99. 60% off their Giza Dream Sheets, lowest price ever, 60-day money-back guarantee on everything. Go to MyPillow.com, hit the radio listener specials, and put in my name, Beck, and uh, you'll get all the specials. You'll see the flash sale going on with the Giza Dream Sheets and a copy of Mike Lindell's new book, Free, with your purchase. It's 800-966-3117 or MyPillow.com, promo code Beck. Mr. Bill O'Reilly, how are you, sir? I'm the same, Beck. You know how that is. <laughs> I'm going to stop asking you that question because that is yeah. your answer every time. I'm the same, which is kind of sad. Kind of sad. Um, yeah, I don't evolve. I'm not an evolving kind of guy like you are. Right. Yeah. right. I know. I know. I know. Um, well, how do you fix perfect? So, Bill, uh, let's, uh, let's start with the biggest story of, in, of the week, in your opinion. What do you think it is? to buy an interview with my pal lester holt really um yeah because it gives you an insight into why the country's in chaos now and it is and and so it's a 22 minute interview as you pointed out in your introduction earlier i i did three super bowl interviews Mm -hmm. Uh, mine were 17 minutes Mm -hmm. uh two with uh, president obama one with president trump um and they are difficult interviews to do because uh, I had to do two of them live uh, right before the Super Bowl on Super Bowl Sunday. And that was a tough one because, you know, Obama, he can filibuster. Yep. He, can, he can give you 20 minutes on your socks. Yeah. So, um, so can Donald Trump. It, you know, and he can, yeah, Trump is yeah. a wanderer kind of guy. People don't uh, know how hard it is to interview these guys because you have a very limited time. And you've got so many things you want to ask, and it's easy yes, for right. them to make you look rude by you interrupting. Uh, and Lester, from what I've seen, they released eight minutes out of the 22, and you got to figure that's the tough stuff. Uh, Lester did his job, all right? Unlike some of the other people in the past who uh, would not challenge, Lester did. So there were two things that struck out in the eight minutes that NBC released. The first is the delusional world that Joe Biden lives in. And, and again, this is important. This is not just cheap shotting a president for ideological reasons. If the leader of the free world lives in a delusional world, that's going to come back to hurt everybody. Mm-hmm. So he says basically that, no, 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 no. Even though the Pentagon told us, the Biden administration, that it, this wasn't the right way to get out of Afghanistan. I reject their report. So you go, oh, you know, you're not a military expert. Neither is anybody surrounding you in the White House. No one. Yet there's voluminous evidence that you were told just pulling everybody out in the middle of the night and abandoning a Bagram Air Base would lead to disaster, which it did, and you reject that? That's delusional. 
Well, if, but it's but it's more than that, isn't it, Bill? I mean, it's not just delusional. The fact that he never took responsibility for it or or has paid any price for it is even a bigger well, he problem. Pay, he's paid a price, and, and I, that's why the, the stat you just cited, 56% of Americans don't agree with anything he's ever done, because Afghanistan destroyed his credibility among independents. Mm. And so he did pay a price in the court of public opinion. Now, the second... Uh, interesting part was the inflation. So clearly Biden in the beginning of the inflationary spiral up clearly said, ah, temporary. Don't worry about it. Uh, don't worry about it. So now we're, you know, zeroing in on eight, nine months of higher prices for everything you need. And so Holt goes, yeah, were you wrong? Did you underestimate that? Oh, no, 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 no. You're a wise guy for asking that question. Now, if it were me doing that interview, I would have said, no, I'm not. I'm not a wise guy. I'm doing my job. Inflation is hurting every single working class American. And you're sitting there with a wrong prediction. Did you boot it or not? That's not a wise guy question. That's what I would have done, which is why NBC News would never hire me. But it's <laughs> but it's also, uh, you know, his explanation. He's like, let's look at what caused uh, inflation. Uh, you know, uh, we couldn't get chips for the cars. And that's uh, what's making cars. Well, what's making my bread and my eggs and my gasoline go up? Right. But and, and then he says something even more absurd. That if you pass my bill back better, $2 trillion in federal spending bill, inflation will go down. I don't think there's an economist in the world that believes that. And then it goes back to my initial very perceptive analysis. Beck, he lives in a delusionary world. Okay, so let's just say that's true. Where, what world do the people around him live in? I mean, where is, you know, we heard the press. I hope, God, there's somebody in the White House that's going to stop Donald Trump from blowing up the whole world. Where are the calls for anybody? I mean, you can't be this wrong and love the country uh, and have people around you that love the country and not say to you, Mr. President, um, you know, if you don't change, I, I've got to say something because this is this is the worst track record for America of all time. There's nobody. Is he delusional or is he surrounded by people who who are taking the country in a completely different direction? OK. Jimmy Carter did the same thing, but he didn't do it as quickly. So Biden has, has brought the country to a bad place in a year. Carter took him two years. Carter had a staff. Biden has a staff. Trump had a staff. And believe me, if you went in and told Trump that he was screwing up, you weren't going to be there long. Mm-hmm. Okay? Same thing with Biden. I mean, if you go in and, and say, you know, Mr. President, with all due respect, I think we should probably tell the world that we miscalculated both inflation and Afghanistan, but... Even though Afghanistan, we can't do anything about inflation, we're going we're gonna to get down. And here are five things that we're going to do um, that you can go out and say. Now, would Biden fire the person? Mm, probably. 
and, and it would be Jill Biden who does it, as I have been telling my uh, audience on the radio and on BillOReilly.com, the it's been news, Jill Biden is the White House whisperer. And last week you saw her for the first time go out mm-hmm. and talk about policy. Yeah, what was talk that about? about? What was that about? That was about, she, she gave a speech to the community college people in Virginia, no, D.C., and she said, well, we're not going to get free community college, and it's a shame. Uh, both Joe and I think it's a tragedy, blah, blah, blah. She had never really talked policy before, but I know that she is the whisperer in the White House, far more powerful than uh, Ron Klain and Susan Rice and the others. And, you know, Joe, I don't think has the acumen, with all due respect to her uh, Ph.D. in education, to run the country, but I think Jill Biden has more influence than anyone else on Jill Biden. So you're a history buff. You know Edith Wilson, Woodrow Wilson's wife. Do you think it's that kind of situation and could get that bad where she really was the president? Yeah. Well, I've partied with uh, Edith Wilson. Um, <laughs> what, in your 50s? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she, uh, you see, at the time... Woodrow Wilson had a stroke and became incapacitated. It was almost over for that administration. And the, what happened in the country after world war one was that the president basically sat back and didn't do much here. We're right in the middle. Um, not in the middle, we're right at the beginning of the Biden administration. I compare Jill Biden to Nancy Reagan. I think that's a better comparison because Nancy Reagan, once Ronald Reagan was shot. And as you know, Beckett, you read my book, Killing Reagan, very Mm -hmm. closely. Nancy Reagan emerged as the most powerful person in the White House because you could not see Ronnie. Couldn't see him, couldn't talk to him. And that includes his top advisors, unless Nancy signed off on it. Now, Nancy had no interest in public policy. And, and did not get involved other than the drug just say no thing. But Jill Biden apparently does. And she's a very liberal woman. Very, very liberal woman. Yeah. I, um, you know, I will tell you that um, this is why I like uh, Ron DeSantis so much. Uh, his wife is makes him look like a flaming liberal. <laughs> his wife is yeah, I don't know. very conservative. Right now. Yeah. I'm she's... And I mean, coming yeah. from New York to Florida, two different countries. Yo, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it is absolutely incredible. Um, the life I live in New York and then I get on a plane and I'm down here in Florida and it's totally different in every way. Yeah. Better in Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know DeSantis's wife. I have not partied with her as yeah. I did with Edith. Edith. Yeah, no, but I I will tell you that um, I've heard that from multiple people that she, you know, I think she's Cuban, isn't she? Uh, You know, or Cuban descent. And she is uh, very conservative. And it is the wife that you really need to watch. um, Yeah. Because they wield a lot of power. Yeah, a lot of power. All right, back in just a second with more Bill O'Reilly. First, let me take 60 seconds and we'll come right back to Bill. Let me tell you about Relief Factor. When was the last time you felt really good? When you could just hop out of bed, you felt like a million bucks, ready for whatever the day brought you. If it's been a while, I can relate. 
Uh, at least I could. I used to be able to when I had regular awful pain. I had dinner last night with a dear friend, and uh, he said to me, "Boy, I can relate to where, the way you used to be." He said, "I'm just in pain all the time." Yada yada. And I said, "You try Relief Factor, because that's what got me out of pain. Relief Factor. Try their three week quick start. Develop just for you. Nineteen ninety five. It's a dollar a day. It's a trial pack." Hundreds of thousands of people have ordered this trial pack from Relief Factor, and about 70% of them go on to order more. That's pretty amazing, and I like the fact that they're just up front on that. Look, it's probably not going to work. You know, It won't work for everybody, and it may not work for about 30% of the people. But 70% ordering month after month, that's a pretty good batting average. Can you get out of pain without you know prescription drugs and everything else? Can you get your life back? Please just try it. The Relief Factor at relieffactor.com. $19.95 for the trial pack. Take it three times a day for three weeks. If you see no results, probably not going to work for you. Call 800 the number 4 relief. 800 the number 4 relief. Relief Factor. Feel the difference. 10 seconds, station ID. So, Bill, how bad you've lived through this before, I've lived through this before, this inflation number, a lot of Americans, especially younger, if you if you weren't aware in the 1970s, you have no idea what's coming your way. Uh, and if it's 7.5% now, that's a year average. You start dropping these, you know, months off that were pretty good, uh, you, you know, uh, in relation to what we're going through now, we're, we're at least officially probably at what ten this month. Well, there's a Pew study out this week. It says seven in ten Americans are living paycheck to paycheck. I don't believe that. I think it's probably about fifty. But even if it is fifty, um, now you have uh, more money going out than you anticipated. And if you don't have any backup, any savings, as you know, this study demonstrates, you're sinking deeper and deeper into the morass. And this is what is going to kill the Democrat Party and the progressive movement. So put Biden aside. He doesn't know economics. He's going to, you know, just spout this gibberish. Yeah. Right. He's not going to solve the problem. Um, I don't know what his economic team has in mind because Biden can't articulate it. But people vote their wallet. They always have. They always will. Yeah, they'll watch cable, some of them, and they'll get mad about crack pipes being distributed, which isn't true, by the way. No, it was. Um, Yes, it was, Bill. Yes, it was. They've changed it it. now. Yes, they pulled it back. Right. Um, But anyway... This is going to sink. So I, I'm telling my uh, listeners and viewers, in every crossroads in life, in every painful situation, certainly inflation is painful. People don't have a lot of money. Of course it is. It's necessary to what they call, it's a cliche, course correct. So the biggest threat to our country now is the progressive movement. You would agree with that, right? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Okay. The only way to destroy the progressive movement, because the media 
is embedded in it, media is not going to do it, is for the people to experience personal pain, which they are. And even if they don't like Trump or the Republicans or Mitch McConnell or all of that, they're going to say, I've had it. So I want these people out. Uh, And I don't want to hear any more progressive stuff. And that, I believe, is what is going to happen in November and beyond. I think if the pain gets too acute, however, then progressive policies of we'll take care of everybody and put them on the dole. You don't think so? That's what happened in the Great Depression. No, because people and you see it with COVID. That's the big indicator. Most Americans do not want the government telling them what to do. There is a segment that wants government handouts and doesn't mind being dependent on pinheads in Washington, but it is not a large segment. And so, you know, I'm a pretty good evaluator of this country and people are watching this COVID thing. You got to wear a mask. You got to get vaxxed. You got to do this. You got to do that. You got to do the twist on Tuesday. I, you know, all of that. They don't like this. And if a country like Canada, which is way left in America, can devolve into chaos, which it has, Americans don't want big nanny state. And so the progressives can say all day long, we're going to give you, give you, give you. But I'm telling you, there's a wipe out coming. So do you think they can turn this around? I mean, I don't think that it was all of a sudden no. they saw the numbers and were like, oh, my gosh, COVID, we, we can take the masks off. I think this was seeing poll numbers that made the, a lot of the Democrats turn on a dime this week. Too late. Too late. Too late. Too late. Um, you know, and Biden cannot turn it around. I know you're not a big sports guy, but I am. And if you have an aging athlete in baseball who can't hit the fastball anymore, okay, just can't hit it, it's, they throw it by him. It's not like he can do anything to reverse that. So you have a president who cannot absorb complicated situations. He can't. So how are you going to ever turn it around? How? You won't. Well, you, that's why you've know, got a huge machine that is trying desperately. I, I can't yeah, believe but, they can do it, but you know, I, I just don't think. I think inflation is going to get worse and worse and yep. worse. Uh, yep. And the Federal Reserve is out of bullets. And if they if they start raising interest rates, that's only going to hurt the people even more. Uh, and, uh, you know, that'll only make the government have to pay more interest on our debt. I mean, I just, uh, there's, there's no way out of the, the economic the pain. That, the Fed knows that, and the Fed is independent of the Biden administration, so they're not, they'll raise it a little bit. Yeah. But what is the real threat to the progressive Democratic Party is that the incompetence is going to rise back. Yeah. Bill O'Reilly really? from... From BillOReilly.com, check out his website, check out his news report. He's there every night telling you what's going on. Bill O'Reilly and BillOReilly.com. Thanks, Bill. Talk to you again next week. The Glenn Beck Program. Somewhere on the wall, you know, in the Built Bar factory, I guess, I'd like to imagine there's a frame picture hanging right there on the wall of the guy who 
had to sell his soul to get built bars to be both delicious and good for you. And every day, I pay my respects to that man by eating as many built bars as I can. I mean, he gave his soul. Shouldn't I just at least thank him? I don't know how they make them. They're so incredibly good. They're low in calorie, low carb, high protein, high fiber. You'd expect a protein bar to be, I don't know, bad. This is this is like a candy bar. And if you haven't had their puffs yet, oh my gosh, are you missing out. Puffs are the first protein-infused marshmallows. They are fluffy and delightful. Like all chocolate or all uh, Bilt Bars, they're covered in 100% chocolate. It's just great. Try them now at Bilt.com. Use the promo code BEC15. Get 15% off your order now. Use promo code BEC15 at Bilt.com. Don't forget, the audiobook is out right now of The Great Reset. Download it, Amazon, Audible, today. The host of You're Welcome, author of the Anarchist Handbook, Michael Malice joins us for a look at uh, what he thinks are the big stories of the week. Um, I just talked to Bill O'Reilly. Um, and we were talking a little bit about uh, inflation, and I want to talk to you about that, uh, Michael. But I, I'd like to start with the trucker thing. These guys are being called anarchists, and uh, I don't know if that fits the definite. But you are the guy who wrote the book on anarchy, so are they anarchists? Um, let me choose my words very carefully. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. If you are in a Canadian winter and the police come and steal your firewood, the anarchist response isn't smiling and nodding. <laughs> and uh, in all seriousness, you know, there's few people who uh, condemn the police more than I do. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of the point I was making. How much money would Justin Trudeau have to pay someone to take firewood away from a working parent who is peacefully protesting the policies of the government. This is something so beyond acceptable behavior and something so despicable and reprehensible. Every single person listening to this, if you saw someone shivering in the cold, who's a dad, who has a job, you would want to offer them warmth. You would not want to take it away. That it, you would do that to a dog. This is basic human decency. And it also, I think, is very helpful for the government to have to show its hand. Because for a long time, we all thought that, you know, they wouldn't do something like this. And now that they're being forced to, we're seeing, yeah, yeah, they would. There's no line they won't cross. You know, it's really interesting. Uh, by the way, I don't know if you saw the um, police officer who quit, and I wish there were more, but there was only one that quit yep. and said, look, I, I don't believe in what we do anymore. I've always thought that if push comes to shove, we would do the right thing. And I'm sorry, but taking firewood from people is not the right thing. We're on the wrong side, and I can't do it anymore. There was only one guy that said that. And, to, and I would also make the other point, if you are comfortable taking firewood away from these truckers in the Canadian winter, 
if the orders were given for you to, God forbid, draw on them, you would follow that order. There's no moral difference between one and the other. It's just messier and quicker. So I think it's just absolutely... And this here's the other thing, Glenn. If it wasn't for social media showing those footage, yeah, you'd, you'd, we'd all be told this yep. is a widely discredited conspiracy theory mm-hmm. being pushed by far-right extremist websites mm-hmm. that they would never do this. The only people they're taking firewood from are Nazis. Uh, the only reason these Nazis hate Trudeau is because he's black. So <laughs> this is what the story we told, and people believe it. People will believe that all the truckers from Canada voted for Trump. They, they could say these kinds of things with a straight face and enough of their audience would smile and nod. It is, it's remarkable. And you don't know who to believe um, because you want to be fair, uh, you know, and I don't see the evidence, but there's Canadians that are just watching the CBC. They're just, they're watching the government news and our ours is just as bad. I mean, our news is in with the government. Our social media tech companies are in with the government. So it's really hard to be fair because you 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 can see some things, but you don't. There's nobody there that you feel like, OK, I can trust this person to tell me really what's going on. I think our news is better because, first of all, Canada has an enormous amount of subsidy of their news. Uh, in their budget, mm-hmm. and this was something that was part of Build Back Better, which, thank God, was shot down. In the same way that if any of these airlines discriminate against progressives, you know Mitch McConnell would be on the phone with them and fill up their budget shortfall in five minutes. Um, they were trying to push this through because many of these propaganda outlets are failing because people right. are sick of hearing the same stupid song over and over and over. How many years do you have to hear Sheldon say Bazinga? It's the same thing. Racism, climate change, racism, climate change. We get it. Everyone you don't like is a racist or against climate change. So that does not do well for business. I think CNN was down 90%. Now, in a market, that would mean these organizations go out of business, but the Democrats came in and tried to have taxpayers subsidize their propaganda, and it failed. So thank God for that. And one more thing, as sanctimonious and horrible as American newscasters are, which includes many of our former colleagues and current colleagues, Mm -hmm. they're much worse in Canada. If you look at them on social media, they really are just the most mediocre and yet sanctimonious people. I'm sure you saw that clip of that reporter talking to one of those trucking dads threatening his son on behalf of the government. It was And then he complained that the trucker told him to go F yourself after the guy asked him, uh, is your kid in danger? Let me ask you. Um, let me ask you about another story that I think is massive this week. And that is Joe Rogan. Your thoughts on what's happening with Joe Rogan. Well, I, I was the one where that kind of story broke because I saw, or someone said to me, excuse me, that two of my episodes got pulled. This forced the left. Don't worry, people. Um, and, I, of course, support Joe. I support my friend. Yeah. Um, you know, there was this hit piece, hit reel, that went around of him using the N-word, and he pulled all those episodes. The episode of mine that he pulled, he was discussing how someone got fired for saying, you should say this word at work. So it was completely lacking context. And here's the thing, Glenn, it's been about a week later. This, this, uh, this coordinated attack failed. 
Uh, he hasn't gotten canceled. People are still doing his show. I don't think his numbers went down. It kind of went away. And this is something that should offer us hope because people are tripping over themselves online to show their support for him. And I, I don't think that this kind of uh, um, campaign worked. Do you disagree? Um, well, they're not done. They will continue to chip away and chip away. But I do. I will tell you this. Um, I think it actually made Joe Rogan maybe perhaps more popular. Um, it made the mainstream media look really bad, like they had no idea what the common man was, who he even was. Um, and I think that people have had enough. So even if they don't know necessarily who Joe Rogan is, except you know, obliquely they've run across a couple of his clips or whatever. Um, I think people are so sick of the cancel culture. And as you said, you're a racist or you're against global warming or whatever, a conspiracy theorist that they're done with it. I think this could be the, the beginning of the average person just saying, go to hell. I don't care what you say anymore. Yeah. And the thing is when you have a podcast, as you know, there's Rogan's podcast is three hours. If you listen to someone talk with their guests for three hours and have those conversations, you get a sense to know them. Yeah. So after it's very, very hard if you're listening to someone for three hours a day for years, or even just once a week to be persuaded. This is someone that you know that they're not just based on a bunch of clips strung together. Mm-hmm. It's honestly, and it's also transparent of what's what they're trying to do as well. It's why it's why the left doesn't want you listening to long form podcasts or, or right. radio shows. I mean, my agent said to me the first time I ever talked to him, he said, I got to check you out. I'll call you. And I said, you mean there's a, there's a chance you won't take 10% of my money. And he said, no, he said, uh, you can't do talk radio three hours, five days a week. If you're not who you say you are, the audience yeah. will smell it in a second and you'll be done. And I don't want to be, I don't want to be a part of that. Um, so yeah, absolutely. Right. And there's such a big difference between discussing an issue or a group of issues over three hours and soundbite culture, you know, for a long time, the corporate press had, were wringing their hands. Oh, our views are so nuanced. You know how Jim Carrey, Jim yeah. Carrey was against the word for you. Oh, his, his views are nuanced. And they're like, you know, we don't, there's no problem for politics. So then you have someone has three hour conversation where you could really get into the nuts and bolts. And then it's like, Oh, oh, oh not like that. Let's bring it back to CNN. Right. And the thing, how corporate media works is they will present an issue, which apparently we're supposed to have an opinion about, and then to simultaneously give you what your opinion should be. So it allows marginally intelligent, highly educated people to feel smarter than they are because they just learned about this issue and now they have a perspective that was spoon fed to them. So it's a very different paradigm uh, than the podcasts, which are long form and who knows where the conversation is going to go. So there's a lot of young people and you might be best at answering this, Michael. There's a lot of young people that, you know, are, they buy into some of the Marxist bull crap of the bourgeoisie and everything else. Um, and they've always looked for the little guy, the worker to rise up against the machine in the West. The machine has been both good and bad for workers. Um, but generally speaking, people have, you know, their car and their TV and their life and they're they're OK with it. They're fine and they're not rising up against the machine. And so they knew that was the failure. Now, it all of these leaders are the big money elites. 
and they're in with corporations. They are the government and everything else. They've become the bourgeoisie. Um, and they're and they're stomping on the truck driver. When does the average person wake up to that and going, wait a minute, uh, we've become everything we despise. I don't think the average person is capable of waking up. Um, the average person is just going to be ballast. And if they're in Iran, they'd be very, you know, there'd be marginally jihadi uh, in certain areas in America, in the rural area, they're going to be red in the cities. They're going to be hardcore pro mask. So they're really not in a position to wake up. What matters in my view is the people who are opinion makers who are waking up, who are realizing how the game is played. That what's brilliant about these truckers is that if you said five years ago that there might be some kind of false flag operation, that they're going to plant like racist iconography in order to discredit you, everyone would think you're a complete tin hat lunatic. And now it's a given that the government is, the Canadian government is going to try to pull stuff like this. It's a given now that they are going to try to provoke the truckers into violence in order to um, have an excuse to clamp down on them with authoritarianism. The amount of people on social media of who are, uh, elites who are asking for absolute violence against these truckers. Oh my None gosh. of them are getting suspended from Twitter, of course, but they're all demanding that these people get their tires slashed, that they get arrested. It is beyond because they're losing their grip on power and they're losing their control of the conversation. They cannot abide the concept of defiance because if you successfully defy them once, you could do it as much as you want. And then they're really SOL because mm-hmm. they do not have the ability to persuade these are not charismatic people, our elites. Great, great perspective. Michael, yeah. thank you so much. Michael Malice oh, he is the uh, host of Your Welcome. You can follow him on his website, michaelmalice.com, or on Twitter at Michael Malice. Is, uh, his uh, uh, book, The Anarchist Handbook, you know, I don't believe in anarchy. He obviously does. Um, however, there's a lot that we can agree on it's strange it's a time for very strange bedfellows and uh i love michael he's really really funny and very smart back in just a second rough greens melanie wrote in about her dog's experience with rough greens she said i was really skeptical about trying rough greens i was sure my dog wouldn't eat it hmm yeah yeah me too uh she said boy was i wrong My dog loves rough greens, and now he only eats the food I put rough greens on, and he has so much more energy. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Melanie, thank you for listening and writing in. Uh, Trying out rough greens for your dog, uh, you know, I get it. Uh, My dog's not going to eat it. Uno didn't eat anything unless, and I mean this, sometimes we had to hand feed him. I'm like, what is this dog, royalty? What is it? It's there. It's in a nice bowl. Eat it. Oh, he didn't. Uh, Now he just licks the bowl clean. We're still feeding him his regular dog food, but we're putting on top the supplement Rough Greens. And it has everything his body needs. It has probiotics and everything. We have... We have not only seen a difference in his health and his activity, we have seen a difference in just the way he eats and that... I told Dr. Black when I first met him, if you could just get my dog to eat, that's a miracle. Roughgreens.com, R-U-F-F, greens.com. They're going to give you the first bag free. All you have to do is pay for shipping. Just go to roughgreens.com slash Beck, 833-GLEN-33, 833-GLEN-33, or R-U-F-F, greens.com slash Beck. Stay informed. Sign up for the free newsletter today at glennbeck.com. 
It is amazing uh, what is being said about the truckers in Canada. Truly remarkable. Uh, the Biden administration yesterday called the Trudeau administration and said, send in the troops. Uh, you got to take them out by force if you have to. Uh, a CNN analysis, former DHS official for the Obama administration, said, slash the tires, empty gas tanks, arrest the drivers and move the trucks. You have to you have to end this. You have to send a strong message. She then said, uh, don't worry, I won't run out of ways to make this hurt. Cancel their insurance, suspend their driver's license, prohibit any future regulatory certification for truckers, etc. Have we learned nothing? These things fester when there are no consequences. And that's that's the big thing that they're really hitting. There's got to be consequences for these people. Just just so you know, um, you know, they all of these people supported BLM and there were no consequences. They were bailing these people out. You want to know why crime is so high? Well, that would be one of them. And and by the way, this uh, this is they are not alone. The big government uh, jackbooted thugs are all for not only hurting the truckers, but now uh, give, send, go. They are now saying that give, send, go is a terrorist organization and they should be investigated and they should be shut down because people are giving money to give, send, go from all over the world and they're going to actually give it to the truckers. An Ottawa court uh, yesterday said, you can't do that. We're banning you from helping these truckers at all. Give said, go said, we're not under your jurisdiction. Go pound sand. We have the founder of Give, Send, Go on with us to talk about what's going on with Canada and what jackbooted thugs seem to be threatening them with. Right after the top of the hour. Stand by. This is the Glenn Beck Program. America and welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Uh, there is a real fight for freedom, your freedom, your freedom to choose who will speak for you, how you're going to speak, uh, who you can donate to. The Ontario government in Canada has um, yesterday just passed a new law in court making it illegal, and I'm quoting the Office of the Premier of Ontario, the Attorney General bought an application of Superior Court Justice for an order pursuant 
of the criminal code prohibiting any person from disposing of or otherwise dealing with in any manner whatsoever any and all money donations made through the Freedom Convoy 2022 and adopted trucker campaign pages on uh, both Give, Send, Go online uh, fundraising platforms. This this order was issued and it binds any and all parties with possession or control over these donations. That is the government of Canada coming out and saying, all the money you've raised, you ain't giving it to them. Imagine the power they will have if there's a Fed coin where they can shut you off immediately. This is the free West. We have the founder of Give, Send, Go joining us in 60 seconds. In a modern technology-driven world like ours, where cyber criminals are working really hard to overtake regular criminals as the dominant species of knuckle-dragging thugs, you have to be really, really careful. You absolutely have to have an eye on everything, every internet source, you know, where your money or your identity can be stolen. That's crazy. Nobody can do that. Not even the experts. LifeLock can do it. Now, they can't stop all identity theft because nobody can. But if something happens to your identity, if something, anything of yours is available on the dark web, they'll alert you and then they have a team of restoration specialists to help you fix it. That's really the important part to me because nobody again can stop all of it. I don't know how to clean it up, do you? Save up to 25% off your first year with LifeLock with the promo code BACK. You can call them at 800-LIFELOCK, 1-800-LIFELOCK, or go to lifelock.com. Use the promo code BECK for 25% off. Lifelock.com, or call them now. Use the promo code BECK, 1-800-LIFELOCK. All right, I want to go to Heather Wilson. She is the co-founder of GiveSendGo.com, and we wanted to talk to her about what has been going on in her industry and what is happening with her and this money for the truckers in Canada. Welcome, Heather. Thanks so much for being on the program. Hi, Glenn. Thanks for having me. You bet. I I have to tell you, I have raised my last dime uh, for anyone who is using uh, really anything but give, send, go. If you are using GoFundMe, do not expect me to help. They take a lot, a big portion of everything that is raised. And they're not the only game in town, and they have revealed themselves for who they are. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, and you might know better, this is the f- the fifth time GoFundMe has shut down. The Freedom Convoy, Kyle Rittenhouse, the conservative students that were harassed on TikTok, the anti-vaccine mandate lawsuit, and an anti-mask campaign. These are all just in the last few years. Uh, they're not getting a dime of my money. And there's been way more than that. We have seen over the last year and a half dozens of people coming on saying, I was removed from GoFundMe. I wasn't able to get my money. They shut me down. They didn't like, you know, uh, the police officers in the Brianna Taylor case. Just all the political events that have happened. If you weren't on the side of mainstream media, you were not allowed to fundraise for it. So yesterday, well, let's start at the beginning. When did you get involved in... um when did the when did adopt a trucker start and the freedom convoy 2022 begin on your site 
So I would say that the adopted truckers came a couple of weeks ago. They were there prior to the trucker convoy 20, uh, 22 and uh, they are friends. The, the two people that are campaigns are like they know each other. And so when the trucker convoy 2022 came on and started using GoFundMe, and the adopted trucker people were like, hey, we're getting our money. Like we've already received money that's been donated like into our bank account. Everybody was in an uproar. Why are you using GoFundMe? They have a track record of shutting down campaigns that they don't believe in politically. And so, um, so that started the whole thing. And then GoFundMe started to make some moves that just shot themselves in the foot. So when you heard yesterday, the premier of Ottawa, uh, like our, one of our governors uh, and the courts, I mean, this is this is a threat to you. Um, the Ontario government won a court order blocking the use of any and all monetary donations made through Freedom Convoy 2022 and adopted trucker on the Give, Send, Go online fundraising platform. Um, they say it binds you. You cannot give it to them. But what do you well, say back? <laughs> you know, we're speaking with our, our legal team and Canada does not have authority in a U.S.-based business. We do not have to bow to their whims. They can do whatever they want up there, and we don't have to, unless they come and get an order in the United States, we don't have to agree or even speak to it. We say, no, you can't stop us. These campaigns are so active, raising money, and we're looking for ways to legally be able to move this money to people, the, the people on the ground that are just protesting mandates that are saying we need to be able to have some freedom here. It's mainly peaceful. If you look at anything besides uh, mainstream, it's a, a peaceful protest of people saying we just want our voices heard. And the Canadian government is now blocking, saying they're blocking those two campaigns. They're not shut down. Money is still being raised. We are committed to getting the money where it needs to be. And we're looking at lots of different options to do that right now. But just as an FYI, only those two campaigns were, were blocked. So, you know, if somebody wanted to go on and create a campaign and then another campaign, they would be wrapped up having to try to block one after, until they decide, well, they're just not going to allow Gibson go in Canada. And that would be absolutely insane. So uh, you now have people, I mean, serious people saying that you need, your organization needs to be uh, listed as a terrorist entity. It makes me kind of chuckle because we've, we've come to a place in society where we like to redefine words. And redefine words. And so, you know, this started back, we, we started Gibson Go seven years ago as a place that we said, you know, look at GoFundMe. People are raising money. It's great. People coming together to, to solve the need. But as Christians, we said, no, we want to provide a platform where people can raise money to solve that physical need. But we understand there's a hope that money can't solve. And we want to also inject that into people's situations. And so we started this um, just as a place for people to share, for us to share hope with people. We arrived on the scene a, a year and a half ago. Well, we've been on the scene, but a year and a half ago, we get thrust into the political spotlight for allowing Kyle Ritten up. From then on, we've been called every name in the book, from terrorists to white supremacists. People don't know anything about me or my family or my co-founder, Jacob, who's my brother. We don't know 
who we are, what we, you know, what our families are like. To call us all these names and try to paint a broad stroke, it's ridiculous. And the more insults they throw, it shows two colors. Because, you know, I can't be all of these things. And anybody who knows me knows I'm not. And so we're not promoting terror. We're promoting freedom. This is a campaign that is standing for freedom. And you know what? If someone was standing against this and they wanted to raise funds on Give Thank Hell, we would allow it to because we have committed to remaining neutral in this. You don't have to know what I think about the truckers. These texts should not be the person who decides who can raise money or not. That's just absolutely insane. Uh, however, uh, I mean, it is becoming more and more um, the case with businesses. And, you know, I've said for a long time, there needs to be a parallel. You got to spit yourself out of the system. It needs to be a parallel economy. Uh, and you have done that. You saw the opportunity. And uh, and years ago, you started Give, Send, Go. And one of the reasons why is because GoFundMe takes so much profit, takes so much uh, away from the funds, is that right? And how are you different? Okay, so when we first started and we came on the scene, we said, okay, let's be a little cheaper than go fund these pro- uh, rates. Everybody has a proxy online, you can't get around that. So 2.9 plus 30 cents is standard proxy. Um, so we was charging about 5% on top of that as a platform fee. We came in a little under, and very quickly we really fell up a little bit to become a free platform and trust him. But this was I can't understand. I, you, you, we need to get you a better phone. I, maybe I'll start a give, send, go for you to have a better phone. So you're hard to understand. Um, can you repeat the, what you just said? Sure. Uh, my brain, uh, uh, can you hear me now? Yeah, not really. But try one more time. All right. Can you hear me now? Okay, well, a little better. This is horrible. Um, are you in like Africa or the moon? Or <laughs> I am in a I am in a different country, actually. Oh, you I'm are okay. Business, so, All right. Yeah. So, um, but so I'm trying to remember the question. The the question was uh, what makes you different on oh yeah percentages. Yeah. So we became a free platform saying that we were going to just trust God that he gave us this business idea and that we were going to walk that on the table. So we knew that people coming on our platform needed the money. They're raising money for medical bills and mission trips and right. all sorts of things that they needed. And we said, it's silly for us to be taking money from the person who needs the money. When the givers come on, let's give them the option, if they have a little extra money, to donate to give them go to help keep us free. And so we switched to that model. And it started working, and we could see that it was what needed to happen. It was it made the most sense, and since then, GoFundMe has changed to the same model. Hmm. Hmm. Um, all right. Well, thank you so much. I I have a feeling uh, that you are going to be hearing from the federal government uh, soon. Heather, are you prepared to withstand the heat that you are going to get from the federal government? What we keep saying to ourselves is that this whole year, actually, for our team, we say God is faithful, and he's faithful today. It's not just when we look back and see what he did through us. And so we believe that we're in a fight that God has ordained us to be in, that he started us seven years ago to arrive on the team and be in this fight today. And so we're just trusting him. 
asking, when people ask what we need, we say we need wisdom. Pray for wisdom for us because we are going to walk this out to the full extent that we need to because we believe that freedom, both spiritually and physically, came at such a high cost that we're not going to sit back and just throw it away. Absolutely not. I don't care how many hate emails, how many DDoS attacks. We're in here for the long haul. You know, we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know how this is going to play out. We just know that we're going to take it step by step, standing for freedom, even when people don't like it. And, and you are being, you are attacked. I mean, your servers are being attacked all the time this week. You know who's behind oh, that? You know, we, we have seen some names float by and things like that that we're looking into. The bottom line is, is that, you know, we, this campaign launched. And immediately our site pretty much went down. It seemed like there was error pages for everybody. We're getting so many emails of people going, I can't get on. And we said, well, half the world is trying to take us down. We had over like 8.2 like million DDoS attacks that first 24 hours. Jeez. And half the world is trying to donate. So everybody's on Give, and Go, half taking us down, half trying to donate. And we were like, what the heck? Our site's down. We brought in some big, big guns to help us, um, you know, fortify the site. And the next day, and I'd like to say when I woke up the next day, but there was no sleeping involved. The next morning, we looked at how much this campaign had processed despite being down. Like, I literally could not get to the site and get it to function the way I needed it to. There had been over $2 million raised. This is a miracle. There is no way that a site that can't stay up could raise and process $2 million. And yet it did. And it's once again a sign that we are doing the right thing. I love your spirit. I love the fact that you're you're one of them is not going to sit down. Heather, anything you need, uh, you just let me know. We'll we'll be there for you. And every fundraiser we do now where we need somebody like you, we are going to route it through Give, Send, Go. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. You bet. God bless. You know, she said something um, the other day. That I just, I, I mean, it is true. She said, you know, she was talking about freedom a, a minute ago. And um, she quoted the scriptures that, you know, Jesus came for freedom. His whole fight was for freedom. Um, and what she ended that with today um, and I'm just not going to let it go. It came at such a high price. It did. That's why Christ came was for our freedom and our ability to make mistakes and be forgiven for them. And this world is not forgiving on anything. And it's an antichrist style movement. And uh, make your choice, America. Make your choice, all those who are listening anywhere in the world, all hands on deck. Realestateagentsitrust.com. If you think the perfect moving experience doesn't exist, you need to call a great real estate agent. You need real estate agents I trust. You might be surprised. Moving is no fun. Trust me. I know. You probably know, too. Um, just getting your house ready for sale uh, just knowing what's going to make a difference. There's, I mean, you walk around the house with a good real estate agent. They're like, 
that's going to make a difference. That's going to make a difference. Don't worry about that. Nobody's going to care about that. And they're surprising. And the real estate agents that I have when I before I started doing my house and uh, remodeling it, uh, you know, they were really honest with me. And they're like, it's dated and it's going to be hard to sell. And I'm like, I don't want to redo it. And they said, just do these things. Everything that they said we should do, we did. And then we did more. And we brought them in because I trust them. I brought them in all the way through. How about this and this and this? Yes, no, yes, no. And it has made a huge difference, huge difference. Real estate agents, I trust. The people who know this is a free service to you. Real estate agents, I trust.com. Get the right real estate agent to help you buy or sell your real estate. Real estate agents, I trust.com. 10 seconds, station ID. I mean, what's amazing to me is how vicious these people are getting. If they if you don't think the people on the Uber left are are not people that will put you in a camp, you're mistaken. I mean, the woman, the CNN analysis and Harvard uh, uh, professor and former Obama administration DHS person, she has come out and she says the you know the BLM protests are a citizen's duty. So she wasn't talking about anybody being thrown in jail for burning of the cities or or anything else. Um, she with the vaccine mandates, she said any unvaccinated adult, the obvious step for the federal government is a no fly list. So she thought it was appropriate that you would be banned from flying on an airplane because you didn't get vaccinated. When it comes to these truckers, this is these are the people that CNN have on their staff. Um, she said that these freedom, um, these freedom protesters, so-called uh, the truckers, she said yesterday, slash the tires, empty gas tanks, arrest the drivers and move the trucks. She said that on Twitter. She started getting hammered and she she went on. She said, don't uh, don't think I gonna, I'm going to run out of ways to make this hurt. Now, listen to this. Cancel their insurance. How is the federal government going to cancel their insurance? Oh, the public private partnership. ESG scores. That's right. Cancel their insurance. Suspend their driver's license. Prohibit any future regulatory certification for these truckers. Have we learned nothing? These things fester when there are no consequences. The federal government yesterday, Joe Biden, came out and said Canada needs to use federal power to crush this convoy. And make no mistake, the only reason why they're doing this is because they're afraid of you. They know if you start to rise up, if you start to say, no, I'm not doing it, you win. You win. Now... They also are going to make us look like terrorists and everything else and don't think it's beyond them to actually do something. That's why everybody needs to be arm in arm. Read some Martin Luther King. Everybody needs to be arm in arm and we need to know exactly who everybody is in our movement and make sure that it remains peaceful because believe me, 
they will use it against us. The first thing that goes wrong, they'll shut all of it down. The Glenn Beck Program. When you're talking about the best, most reliable example of any given thing, what do you refer to it as? It's the best of the best. It's the the gold standard. Why is it that it's the gold standard? Because there was a time in this country, as in most countries throughout the history of the world, that gold was the thing that was the standard. Everything was measured against gold. It, It gave everything its value. Now, we got off that gold standard in the 1970s, and we have had problems ever since because you need the gold standard. So what's happening? Well, inflation is 7.5, but that's over a year. We're probably over 10 officially. We're clearly at about 16 if you count it the way it used to be counted. That means your, your dollar is going to lose a ton of money, a ton of money. This is where gold comes in because it holds the value of your money. Call Goldline now, 866-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE. They have a free special going on right now. Call them right now. Also, the audiobook, The Great Reset, is available now and order your paper copy. This is the Glenn Beck Program. I want to go to Lynn, who is in Canada. You Canadian, Lynn? Yes, I am. Thank you so much. Proud of it. Thank you so much for listening. Always. I wanted to say before we get started, your theme song makes me want to fist pump in the air every time I hear it. (laughs) That's great. I wish the the truckers could use it. Yeah. Well, they're more than welcome. Uh, I called to say... Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I called in to say that I was down in Ottawa on the weekend. It's about a five and a half hour trip from my place. Friend and I went down. And I feel like for the first time in two years, I found kindred spirits. I found people who were, especially the truckers, who were saying, hell no, I'm not doing it. Mm. It's been lonely the last two years. We've had mask mandates and, and just the whole gamut of nonsense. And I refused two years ago to put a mask on. And I have had the police called five times from businesses, been arrested once, been charged with trespassing, oh and was assaulted by a store employee. I am not putting on the damn mask. And I guess what the last few weeks has been, when all those people went out and stood on the bridges, and we did too, it was sort of a feeling of, holy cow, I'm not alone. I know. And I got to Ottawa, and I talked to the truckers, and it was like, I'm not alone, and we can do this. We can do this. That is the reason they are coming down like a bag of bricks, because they, they need you to feel alone, and they need to teach everyone that hasn't joined yet a lesson. You can't do it. You can't beat us, and that is a lie. Now, can you tell me, Lynn, um, you know, you seem – out of step from at least what the news has said uh, and the impression we get here in America, 90% of Canadians have taken the vaccine and, you know, are fine with the mask and everything else. Apparently um, is that true? No. Oh, well, I, I, sh- 
pardon me. I don't know if 90% of people have taken it, not in my circles, but then I kind of run in some strange circles. Right. Um, and, and do we all agree with it? I think I believed that until I saw all those Canadians standing out there that they were fine with all this stuff. No, they weren't. Now, I will say it's been really frustrating for me in this two years. I'll walk, I'll walk in the grocery store. They don't even ask anymore most places, but there are some that, that hassle you. And, and I'll see the look in some people's eyes and they'll look at me as if to say, mm-hmm. wow, I, I wish I had the courage to do that. And I want to take them and shake them and say, take the damn mask off. Yeah. Take it off. You're, uh, you're a symbol that you're under. I don't know what you're under. It's just so frustrating. Now in the last two weeks, I went in the grocery store the other day. I ran into four people not wearing a mask. Mm. Like everyone here wears them. Everyone. Because they're afraid. And I guess I love Steve, I love your show. I love Dave Rubin. I love Steve Dace. And Steve's uh, question this year is, let's see what happens. Yeah. What, what can they do? And so I've been saying to people, I'll say, take off the mask. Well, what happens when you do? Said, well, why don't you find out? You're not right. going to get taken away to a gulag. You're not going to disappear yet. Just take it off and see what happens. Lynn, I have to admit. Go ahead. You have to admit what? I was just going to say, I have to admit that the first time I stood in front of a cop and said, no, I'm not leaving the store. If you're going to charge me with trespassing, you're going to have to do it right here. And he said, if you don't, then we're going to arrest you. And I kind of took a big gulp, pictured my grandkids and said, okay. I mean, it wasn't the end of the world. Yeah. The world didn't end. Your your grandkids will remember that grandma went to jail uh, because she stood against tyranny. I think your grand I think you did your grandkids a great service there. Lynn, thank you very much. Uh, Marianne in Ohio. Hello, Marianne. Hey, Glenn. Thank Hi. you so much for taking my call. You bet. Um, my husband is reading your book, so mm-hmm. I haven't had a chance to see if this is addressed there. Um, but I think Xi Jinping, he was a part of the World Economic Forum when they yeah. were talking. Uh-huh. Um, and supposedly they're on board with this, but they don't comply with other things, you know, like the... Right. Yeah, no, this, so, is a, this is for the West, and they're on board with it, just like they're on board with global warming. Um, the China and Russia are not on board with this. This is something that actually, um, I believe, kind of originated in China. You know, a lot of the stuff of the Paris Accords, these were kind of Chinese ideas. And, you know, you might know, want to think about doing stuff like this. And, you know, this kind of works. Um, they're, not, uh, they're not on our side um, by any stretch. They know this is going to be a battle between the West uh, and the East. Um, and just like when it comes to global warming, you notice they're not shutting down any of their coal plants. They know what the game is. They think we'll kill ourselves, and there's a chance that we do. And the West is all being useful idiots now, and then China and Russia will have their free will then? Yeah, I'm not sure about Russia, because Russia is so economically weak, Um, but I do do believe that... uh, China is China's playing a hundred year, five hundred year game. Um, they have had this, you know, China twenty. Uh, I think it was China twenty twenty and China twenty thirty uh, plan in place in the nineties, um, and uh, you know, kind of unveiled it to the world twenty years ago. Uh, 
So they they are way ahead and they're playing chess. And I don't even think we're playing pickup sticks. Marianne, thanks so much. Adam in Ohio. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Uh, Glenn, it is an absolute uh, pleasure and honor to uh, be speaking with you. You are a good man. Thank you. Thank you. Um, uh, no, thank you. You've you've had a very positive impact on my life. I've been listening to you for uh, quite a while. Mm. Um, I just I want to call and just uh, say that I do support the uh, truckers in Canada. I'd I'd be interested to see um, how many in their ranks are actually. Um, vaccinated as well and are still supporting this uh dropping of the mandate um because I, I i can't imagine it's all just um you know people that that haven't got the shot i, I would imagine that there is a uh kind of a, a stall on the road to damascus moment yeah we, going on in canada yeah people are um you know just realizing that freedom is not just a uh, united states frame of mind you know it's it's Freedom and liberty can be obtained no matter where you find yourself. Exactly. And um, I, I would imagine that there's a lot of that going on there. I think there is. I, you know, I talked to the organizer. I'll probably have to have him on again early next week, maybe Monday. Um, but I talked to him about that. And he said, you know, it's, you know, people are vaccinated and unvaccinated. And, you know, one of the real things, reason why they're at the border is because of this, um, this digital passport, the QR code that they have and the truckers know that they had to have a qr passport that they were okay and vaccinated everything else and they were told you have to show it at the border well the truckers know you don't have to show it uh one of the truckers found out because he got his phone out as he was waiting in line and he had it all ready to go and he held it up to the guy at the border and he's like oh you don't need to show that we 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 track you miles before you you even get here um i mean they're they're tracking people and that's one of the problems that they have is being tracked every time they go over the border they don't have a problem showing their passport or you know their paperwork or whatever they have to be asked for but this is a, a a fast road to hell when they are saying hey you just have to show your qr and then you don't have to show it because they already know they're tracking you that's a real problem for the truckers thank you so much Allie in new hampshire oh hi hi oh, welcome oh. <laughs> um so i'm calling um regarding sel or social emotional learning i re i received an email from our superintendent today uh asking for input on the use of our elementary secondary school emergency relief funds that we're receiving from the federal government. Uh -huh. and, uh, so I, I expected some of the topics on there and everything going through, seeing where you'd like us to invest. But then I noticed um, something that was in the mental health area and the technology area was uh, looking to assist student learning, assessment, and social-emotional support. So they included SEL into the whole technology program. And our school district is using the Choose Love program, mm -hmm. which I know you had mentioned in the past. And I had already had concerns about that, but now that I'm seeing our funding 
can be tied into that, it makes me nervous that my school district is going to go further in that direction. Okay, I have to tell you, I talk about so many topics, uh, and I think I probably addressed this kind of stuff back when we were talking about Common Core and and after. Um, and so I, I'd have to refresh my memory on it. Can I get your information? And uh, I'll go back and look into, uh, you know, all of our transcripts and stuff. And then I'd like to talk to you more about it uh, on Monday, because this is happening all over the country. It's not just your uh, school district. And the technology that they want to introduce is the same kind of technology, but I think we have a better understanding of it now. The same kind of technology to evaluate your kids. This evaluation, um, when they are actually watching your child learn digitally, is incredibly dangerous very dangerous it is gathering information on everything about them and it is to make your child a better worker uh, and tell your child where they need to go they're going to be an architect your kids won't decide this this service that is um, wanting to be provided by big tech We'll decide for them. It's extraordinarily dangerous. Um, we'll have more on that on Monday. Thank you, Ali, for reminding me. And um, we'll talk again on Monday. Uh, just a couple more phone calls here before we end the show. Let me tell you about the Tuttle Twins. The Tuttle Twins books are really, really important for every home. I think these need to be in every single home. Whether you even have kids still in the house or not, Therefore, your kids or your grandkids, your neighbor's kids, all the way from, you know, little, little kids to your young adults. And quite honestly, I think I think most of us should read these things, too, um, because they they take the really big concepts that we were all supposed to learn and didn't and break them down in easy ways for the little, little ones uh, and also I mean, I really think for any, anybody over 12, uh, for, you know, from 12 to 112, they're really important. They're not going to learn it anyplace else. They need to know why capitalism works, what capital looks like, capitalism looks like when it goes bad, uh, why freedom works, why a republic is different uh, than a democracy why are why do we have certain principles that we were founded on and what are they these are must-haves um, today is the last day that you can get this special uh, offer 35 percent discount off the normal price plus they're giving away a copy of their magazine and all 12 activity workbooks go to tuttletwinsbeck.com get the deal now at tuttletwinsbeck.com it ends tonight at midnight get both the bonus and the discount it ends today tuttletwinsbeck.com the glenn back program This is the Glenn Beck Program. Let's go to Myron in Florida. Hello, Myron. Hey, Glenn. 
Good talking to you. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Uh, I wanted to touch on the, uh, you know, the ESG and and the Great Reset, which I just got confirmation from Amazon. My book will be shipping out after the end of February to mid-March-ish. Great. Great. It should come (laughs) in uh, maybe a little sooner. If you ordered right away, the the first uh, shipment from the printers is going to be dropped in Amazon here in the next week or two. Okay. Good. Uh, well, going on the ESG, you know, I, I have a Fidelity account. I've had it for decades. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I even opened up a 529 for my son. So I go on, look on charts to see, you know, just check periodically, see how stocks are doing. So I go on Smith & Wesson, which obviously, we, you know, would probably not have a good ESG score. Right. That wasn't what struck me because they didn't have those charts back in the final quarter, fourth quarter of last year. But then when I went down and saw the charts, they had ESG. But then what I found even more striking was they had another chart there called the S-score, which is the social sentiment. And their score for Smith & Wesson, obviously, is extremely negative, a negative 3.52. So not only are they tracking you know, where they are overall, but now they're seeing how they trend on different socials. And that's going to be problematic, because if people are making their mm-hmm. decisions financially based on somebody's opinion, that's... <laughs> oh, yeah. Especially when algorithms are involved and silencing of others is involved. And so you know that S-score is also going to play a role for you. It's not just what is said about companies. In the end, that will be what are you saying online? Um, Are you too much of a risk because you might be shut down? That's what's coming. People don't haven't really put together. They're seeing ESG and they're seeing, okay, I get what this means. They, They don't necessarily tie it to them yet. Uh, Myron, I think you you probably do, but I don't think a lot of people do yet. Um, and it's imperative that you spread the word in a very logical way and reasonable way to people. Trying to, and I think what people don't understand is this now will go hand in hand with the quote unquote new listing under the D- the DHS, their little notice oh, yeah. that came out Monday. Oh, I mean, yeah. that's ridiculous. So now if I speak against the government, which I have uh, the First Amendment right to do so, I'm considered a terrorist for being a patriot, which is ridiculous. You are exactly right. Right on the money. Please keep yourself informed. Uh, Keep listening. Read the book. If you haven't ordered it yet, you can get the audio book, the Kindle book. The the, uh, hardback edition is backed up, but it's coming out again soon. Please, The Great Reset. More on Monday. Have a good Super Bowl weekend. This is... The Glenn Beck Program.